Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we're going to be covering chapter 10 of the days of Noah with Dahan. We're going to be discussing the Jews, Gentiles, and the church. Let's get started. In our preceding chapters, we have been occupied with the subject of the sign of the times, as given by Jesus in the answer to the questions of the disciples. What shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the age? Matthew 24, 3. Among the many signs Jesus mentions are the days of Noah before the flood. When the conditions described in Genesis 4, 5, and 6 are repeated, it will be the signal for the return of the Lord. We quote once again the significant passage. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Matthew twenty four thirty six through 39 these days referred to by Jesus as the days before the flood are fully recorded in three brief chapters, Genesis 4, 5, and 6. Depicting the conditions which prevailed in those days industrially, religiously, and dispensationally. We now want to look more closely at chapter 5 in which we have the dispensational picture as applying to the days just prior to the return of Christ. In the days of Noah before the flood, there were just three groups of persons as far as relationship to the flood was concerned. First, there was one man, Enoch, who was translated or raptured before the judgment of the flood came. Secondly, there was a family of eight, Noah, his wife, three sons, and their wives, who passed safely through the flood. Finally, there was a third group, a great company, who perished in the flood. Remember, these three groups, when thinking of Jesus' words, as it was before the flood, so shall it be at the coming of Christ. Just fix those three words in your mind, before, through, and in. Enoch raptured before, Noah's family passing through and the rest perishing in the flood. Today, in this dispensation, there are likewise only three classes of people in the world in relation to the coming judgment of which the flood was a type. The Bible tells us this age will end in a time of trouble, distress, and tribulation such as the world has never seen. It will be without precedent or recurrence in history. It was voluminously described in all the Bible as a time of trouble such as never was nor ever shall be again. It is called the day of the Lord, the day of vengeance of our God, the time of Jacob's trouble and the great tribulation, and etc. Of this day, Jesus says, for then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Matthew 24, 21 and 22. This present age will close with a time of peril and war and destruction so great, what with our atomic weapons and supersonic missiles that God must halt the Holocaust or man would utterly destroy himself. Of this awful day referred to in Scripture in hundreds of passages, the flood of Noah was a type and a shadow. Now, as in the days before the flood, there were these three classes of people, so it is today. Paul says, Give none offense, neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. 1 Corinthians 10.32 Notice the three classes of people mentioned in this verse, Jews, Gentiles, and the church of God. 
This includes every single human being in the world today. Every man, woman, and child belongs to one of these three groups, according to the Bible. You are either a Jew, a Gentile, or a Christian. A Jew is a natural descendant of the father Abraham through Isaac and Jacob. Jacob had 12 sons who were called with their descendants Israelites or children of Israel. These descendants of Jacob are represented today by the Jewish people by direct descent from Father Jacob. The second group are Gentiles, including all who are not Jews, regardless of their nationality. By your natural birth, you are either a Jew or a Gentile. But there is a third group called the Church of God. This is a called-out company of born-again believers who have received the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. They consist of both Jews and Gentiles united together into one body, the Church of the Living God. They may or may not be members of a local church organization, but they are members of Christ's mystical body. They are found among all nations and peoples, independent of denominational ties or affiliation. They are fellow members of the great body of believers scattered throughout the world, belonging to differently named organizations, perhaps differing in form and mode of worship, but all united by one common tie of the blood of Jesus Christ. With these three groups in mind, Jews, Gentiles, and believers, or born-again Christians, think again of Jesus' words. As it was in Noah's day, so it will be in the days of Christ's coming. As in the days before the flood, there was a company caught out before the flood came, Enoch, another company who passed through the judgment of the flood, Noah's family, and a third company who perished in the flood, the unbelieving multitude. So it is again in these days before the next coming judgment of the great tribulation. Remember that the flood of Noah was a picture of the coming day of God's judgment upon this earth. This is clear from the record of Enoch's preaching in the days of Noah. Jude tells us, And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints, to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Jude 14 and 15. Enoch's preaching in the days of Noah looked way beyond the judgment of the flood to that future day when the Lord would come with 10,000 of his saints to execute judgment upon the wicked. When Enoch's preaching was ended, the Lord translated him into heaven before the judgment fell. The second group represented by Noah went through the judgment and came out safely upon a renovated earth, while the rest of the wicked perished in the flood. Surely one cannot fail to see in this picture today, as suggested by the words of Jesus, as it was, so shall it be. Enoch is a clear, unmistakable type of the church of Jesus Christ in the world today, commissioned like Enoch to preach the message of the coming judgment and the return of the Lord with 10,000 of his saints. Enoch alone was translated, one person out of the multitude. The church, too, is one person, a body with Jesus Christ as its head and Lord. Like Enoch, this body, his church, will be translated to be with the Lord before that great and terrible day of the Lord shall come. How precious the promise in Revelation 3.10 to the church. Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation or trial, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Revelation 3, 10, and 11. This is the glorious event of which Paul exultingly speaks. 
For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. 1 Thessalonians 4, 16-18 This is our comforting blessed hope to which we are to look forward and expectantly and joyfully to await. Surely, if we will not be caught away like Enoch before that awful day breaks, there is no comfort in looking ahead. How can we be comforted and rejoice if we have only that, if we have only the prospect of having to suffer and perish in the great tribulation? But if we believe Jesus' words, as it was, so shall it be, then we have the assurance that the church will be translated out of this earth before the judgment falls. Let no man rob you of this hope. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man can take thy crown. Revelation 3.11 After the translation, there will be a lull, a time of false security, and then suddenly judgment will fall. After Enoch's translation, there was a lapse of time before the flood broke, while God was preparing to bring Noah and his family into the ark to go through the actual flood. The flood did not follow immediately upon Enoch's rapture. So, too, after the church is translated, there will be a period of false peace and security. Notice how Jesus describes it. For as in the days that there were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Matthew 24, 38 and 39. Noah's family, therefore, is a clear type of the nation of Israel, who, like Noah, will have to pass through the time of judgment upon this earth but will be delivered and kept by their covenant-keeping God. They will be supernaturally protected and sheltered by God and miraculously sealed against destruction. It is of interest to notice that the Ark of Noah, in which his family was preserved, was sealed and made absolutely watertight. God said to Noah, Thou shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. Genesis 6.14 Perfect safety was provided no matter how violently the Ark might be buffeted by the waves. In the same way, God will keep the faithful remnant of Israel safe in the tribulation by sealing them against destruction. John says in Revelation, And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, Hurt not the earth, neither the sea, nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Revelation 7, 2-4 What the seal of God will be, we are not definitely told. But it does for Israel what the ark did for Noah. For remember Jesus' words, As it was then, so shall it be again. Just a word concerning the third class who perished in the flood. All the unbelievers who were left outside the ark perished. And the reason they perished was that they disregarded the warnings which they all received. The days before the flood were days of powerful preaching. When we think of the days of Noah, we think of violence and wickedness and godlessness. But we must not overlook the fact that it was also an unprecedented age of gospel preaching which warned men of the coming judgment. But the warning was rejected by the great majority of folk who later perished in the flood in which they did not even believe. Two of the greatest and most powerful preachers of all history lived and preached in the days before the flood. 
these two, and there may have been many others, were Noah, called a preacher of righteousness, and Enoch, the great preacher of coming judgment. Jude tells us that. Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment. Jude 14 and 15. The people who perished in the flood might have known. They had ample opportunity during the 120 years while the ark was in preparation. They had seen Noah's labor on the ark. They had heard the preaching of Noah and Enoch, but they knew not because they did not want to know. And surely the same is true today. Just as in the days of Noah, never before has there been as much preaching of the gospel. Never before has it been sent all around the world as it is even now by radio. Never before has there been more Bibles in the hands of the people in all languages. And yet few men, comparatively, believe the word. Few receive Christ as Savior. And in spite of all the dissemination of the truth, the world is becoming more and more violent and wicked. Yes, the words of Jesus are proven true. As it was, so shall it be. To which class do you belong? It will make the difference of eternity for you. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. Acts 16, 31. Well, guys, I hope that this uh, has helped you understand a little bit more. I, too, believe that we will be raptured out before the tribulation, before everything hits the fan, if you will. God says that he will spare his children from the wrath, from his wrath. And he talks about that in the book of 1 Peter and 2 Peter. So, guys, I hope that you are the one that believes. And if you are not one that believes in Jesus Christ, I do pray that you will reconsider. Look at all the evidence. Look at all the facts. Have an open mind to truly believe what you're seeing. And maybe you, too, one day will become a child of God. Until then, I hope that this has helped. If it has, please like, share, subscribe, follow. And until next week, God bless.